Friday, December 22nd. I think the biggest payout ever for fantasy football is forthcoming a week from Monday where someone will take down the underdog best ball mania competition tournament that's been running since the preseason. If you're unfamiliar, best ball is a style of fantasy football draft where you pick your players before the season starts, as as most leagues do. The difference here is you can't manage them during the season. They take your best lineup every week, and that's your score, hence the name best ball. So no trades, no pickups. You don't have to do anything to set a lineup. It's just you have you build a team of 18 roster spots, and every week they take your best quarterback, whether you have one, two, three, or four, depending on how you wanted to draft your team. They take two of your best running backs, three of your best receivers, your best tight end, and then a flex. And um, you battle against a league of 12 during the regular season, two people, two teams from each of the league of 12, and there's 600,000 people in this uh, in this tournament. And you battle all, all season every week against 12 people. And two people go on to the quarterfinals, which were last week. You get put into a group of 16. Only the top score from the week advances to the semifinals, which is this weekend. And only the top person advances to the finals, meaning next week there will be 441 people left standing. And those people next weekend will be competing for a grand prize of $3 million. I don't believe I said the number before when I said the highest payout that I, that I know of. Um, yeah, $3 million. That's, uh, that's real money. Last year, I believe it was 2 million before that 1 million that, you know, underdog just keeps being a, a behemoth in the, uh, fantasy gaming space. Anyway, I love this format. I love best ball. Cause I love the ability to, you could do 30 second drafts, meaning, uh, 30 seconds in between a pick. So like each draft, you can, you, know, you can bang out a draft in a half hour if you'd like, or you can do an eight hour pick, eight hour draft where it takes, you know, it's a slow draft. Either way, I just love the idea of being able to pick teams, have a bunch of darts thrown at the board and hope that a couple break through and go your way and you get lucky and the variance, uh, the ball bounces your way and you have a couple standing in the end to have a shot. Which brings us to present day. Uh, One of, well, four of my teams got through to last weekend. One of my teams won last weekend and is alive playing in a new cohort of 16 teams this week. And all week, the last few days, I'm just like, wow, could you imagine one week from right now if I pull through and beat these other 15 chumps this weekend and next week have all week to look forward to a 441-person tournament for a grand prize of $3 million. Second prize, $1 million, by the way. Uh, so that has been quite exciting for me. And, you know, I'm sure everyone feels this way who's made it through, but I look at my team and I'm like, I can, I can, I can tell the story of how over the next two weeks, this is the team that emerges. However, now really bring it up to present day. Today has been a depressing day since last night. Because one of the ways that I told myself this story is my wide receiving core being led by one Cooper Cup. I'm the only one out of the 16 teams in my cohort that has Cup on the roster still left. So 
not only is he my best receiver, was my first round pick, et cetera, et cetera, of this squad, um, but my receiving core, as opposed to the other three positions, I think is is the toughest to find three quality guys that I can count on both this week and next week to get me through. So my narrative had Cup doing Cooper Cup-like things and getting 20-plus each of the next two weeks. Cup went, I think, six catches for 52 yards last night, which uh, is not up to par for him. The real disappointing part here is on both the first drive and the second drive, he had fingertips on the ball in the end zone, both times. So the idea of eight catches for 75 yards and two touchdowns is like so well within the grasp. <laughs> and it also would have brought down Puka Nakua's numbers, who thankfully only one person in my group of 16 has. So point being, I also had Stafford. So I had that little stack, Stafford and Cup. Stafford had a nice game. Point being, if those things happened for Cup last night, then my my weekend starts off exactly as I envisioned and needed it to do. Like today, I could be fucking flying right now with you know forty five points between Stafford and Cup, and heading into tomorrow where I got a bunch more action, and then Sunday, um, and then obviously Monday this week too with the Christmas schedule. And instead, I'm not. And honestly, it's been quite depressing. <laughs> because it was so close literally on the fingertips of one of the best receivers of uh of our of our day here. So, it's going to be um it was going to be a challenge anyway. Obviously, there's a ton of good players and good teams left at this stage of this tournament. Uh and I think one of my key pieces did not pull through, but I got a lot of good players. So, anything can happen. If you hear from me on uh, Monday night about this, then uh, things probably went well. If you don't, then um, I'm guessing we'll have to wait till next year for this tournament. But uh, hopefully next week we are prepping for an incredibly fun Sunday. Anyhow, that's it. Hope you have a good weekend ahead.